Interior. A musical trio performs gospel music at a recording studio for an executive as they audition for a contract. And you lay your head in the river, and he shall set you free. We're, we're sorry. Gospel records ain't selling no more. It's the originals the kids want. They want to hear. They won't want to hear songs that they can hear in church. Sir, it's not a gospel song. It's a new arrangement. It's not about the arrangement, kid. It's just not new. Sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you for coming in. It's originals you want. Billy takes a deep breath and starts playing a bluesy tune on the guitar, much more modern than before. The church bells they were ringing. The clouds were low and brown. The record executive turns back to see this performance, intrigued at what he's hearing. The horses they were neighing. The day Robert Palin's shot me down. Billy turns to the rest of the band. Follow my lead in G. The other two musicians, a drummer and a guitarist, do so, producing a song that is reminiscent of Johnny Cash. He rode into town on a jet black mare, spat and hitched her to a tree. He made his way to the town saloon the day Robert Palin's murdered me. And it was also the night that the skeletons came to life. They came from under the ground and from all over. They... The Palin's grabbed the preacher's daughter, aimed his shooter at my crown. He cocked that crooked hammer back and he brought that hammer down. Exactly. The bones are the skeleton's money. In our world, bones equal dollars. That's why they're coming out tonight to get their bones from you. The skeletons will pull your hair up, but not out. All they want's another chance at life. They've never seen so much food as this. Underground, there's half as much food as this. And the worms are their money. The bones are their dollars. And... Uh, the bullet ripped inside my chest, the clouds they did storm. My sweet Marie, she cried for me, and then I was no more. And it was also the night that the skeletons came to life! The bones are their money, so are the worms. They pull your hair <laughs> up, but not out to turn into a man and have another chance at life. But if they pull it out, they turn to bones. Yes! What the hell was that, man? I had a whole song wrote. What? I honestly thought we were just making that up. What are you talking about? They were interested till you started talking about all that skeleton stuff. Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He said, gospel's not selling. Give me something spooky. You talked about how their bones were money like four times. Yeah, that's because I forgot whether I'd said it or not. Guitarist turns and speaks to the record executive through the booth window. All right, sir. Look, we know our song's good. We got a deal or not. Uh, well, we were a little more interested in the parts Billy was singing. Uh, Billy as in me or Billy as in him? Your, your name's Billy too? No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. I meant that Billy. End. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the first musical intro to Horsetown. Yeah, I think Horror. it is. Here, here. Horror. I think yeah. so. I'll toast to that. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, man. 
Put your Bibles away and grab your uh, inverted crosses. And, it's and horror. Hands together <laughs> for horror. The first episode of horror time. <laughs> My name is uh, Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. With me, of course, let me introduce you to the Stallion Battalion on this fine Friday Eve. We got Double H, this the terrifying right. Double H. Hey, follow my lead in G. We got the man himself, Tanner Calvert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Tanner. And our narrator at large, Mr. Cody Sandusky. The worms are their money, and I'm so goddamn scared right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love how much I think you should leave is taken over everything. It's (laughs) everywhere. This whole fucking network is nothing but it's all... We haven't done a cold open from anything but that show in like three months. This is the first time we've ever done a singing cold open. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, true. That, that was a good true. time. Well, yeah. well done to Hunter and well done to Shannon for keeping oh, as straight a face as you can while do. singing the worms are their oh, money. Oh my god. Well, the bones Every are their dollars. I had to look away and laugh because I was going to laugh into the mic anyway. <laughs> I'm so happy the cues for me to read were few and far between because I had just muted for a minute or two. <laughs> I had to. Uh, well, oh. I'll, I'll tell you what, Cody, uh, what people should do. And that's they should What's go that? back to uh, Tuesday's episode of Extras and Epilogues. Wednesday's episode of Extras and Epilogues. Wednesday. Uh, uh, where you and me and Hunter talked about Ghostbusters, the greatest film Such of all time. Such a fucking great movie. We could turn this yes. episode yes. into Ghostbusters 2. We easily. could turn this episode into Ghostbusters 2. My Just, personal favorite part is Cheech Marin being uh, stalked by the Titanic showing up at the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling better you. Better late than never. I'll tell you, the, the best part of that movie, and probably the best part of any Ghostbusters film, the Scolari brothers. Always will Scolari be. Brothers. Yes. You know, it. they almost were on my list last night. They, they were pretty fucking freaky, uh, especially yeah. when, you, when you see the puppets outside of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I love Harris Eulin and that role. It's only two roles I know him from. That and uh, <laughs> no one's going to remember this movie. Stuart Saves His Family. Oh, yeah. You remember that okay. one? But I didn't know uh, of anyone who was in it. I mean, I've seen it like once because that's all anyone should ever see that movie. Uh, but Harris Eulin is the father and uh, Laura, Laura Sanjian Como's in it. I love her. Crush that crush button hard. Um, <laughs> as the only reason, what was she in? She was in Just Shoot Me, right? Wait, are you talking about Laura San Giacomo? Is this? I always heard San Giacomo. There's no it, way it's San Giacomo. That sounds that sounds like I, a I think made it's up Giacomo, name. man. That's I weird. Look up the pronunciation. <laughs> We're talking That's about the same weird. person, though. That's yes, you are. are talking about the same yeah. person. Yeah. And I think was it Vince Vaughn? Isn't it not Vince Vaughn's in that movie? Um. Oh, what's his name? He played. Uh, uh, he played. King, Vincent D'Onofrio. I think Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay, definitely not who I was talking about then. I'm looking it up. Stewart saves his family. I have. Oh, to okay. No, I'm going to be real honest between. You saying the name of the movie and me, I thought Stuart Little, and that's where Hugh Laurie came from. And that's very much not what we're talking about. Hunter, I I'm, I'm looking up Laura Sant Laura now, and she doesn't even have an N in her last name. I said Giancomo. Yeah, I thought you were saying Giacomo. Maybe that's it was, I, I thought it, it was pronounced Giacomo. It might be Giacomo. Cody, you ever figure that out for us? I'm curious. Uh, no, that's what I'm trying to find between oh, that and Harris Union. That's why Cody's so fucking well, confused. So John Stewart says it so fast that I can barely understand it. It's a really early episode of The Daily Show, and he says, Giacomo. Like, he says, it's it's a mix between what he, the two He just said. sprints through it so no the one can e, ask him. Yeah, the E is there, but he says it really fast. Giacomo. Coward. I don't know. 
I don't know. Oh, it, doesn't matter. I don't know. it literally uh, doesn't matter. I'm pulling up what I think is a cameo from her. All I know the is that the next oh, oh, says oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm but I, I got it. She actually says it herself. Give me a second here. All right, I have to know. I have to know now. Jacomo, too invested. She, she actually runs through it too. Laura San Jacomo. Jacomo. Okay. So it's both. I, I learned it's, something. It is today. G instead of Giacomo, but it is Giacomo. She was. Uh, That's it, very weird. When I was younger, she was one of the biggest crushes I had by far. Oh my god, I was absolutely in love with her. It's the only reason I watched Just Shoot Me. Um, I saw the video. Didn't watch it for David for Spade. Oh, well, I mean, how many things have people watched for David Spade? That though, I mean, there was dozens, kind of like subgenre dozens. There are literally dozens of us. Um, there, there was like a little subgenre of sitcoms in the '90s that I just fucking loved, and that was like working person in New York City does things. It was news radio. Oh, it was just shoot me. It was um, Caroline in the City was better than anyone ever gave it credit for. Um, I mean, even before that, Murphy Brown was kind of that same thing. And I said New York. I don't know if all these take place in New York. No, Caroline does, I know for sure. Yeah. News radio, I think, did. Um, yes. I know Just Shoot Me did because they were like a fashion agency, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah, it was a man. Um, it was yeah. a mock of folk. Steven Root, right? Or was yeah. he? No, he was. Yes, on, he was. He was the owner. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. He wasn't on news radio, too, was he? No, that's what he was. The news owner, uh, owner of the station on news radio. Well, I, I thought he was on Just Shoot Me. That I can't recall. Let me Wait, try to look who, up. Who are you talking about again? Steven Root. Root. Steven Root was uh, news radio. He was not in Just News Shoot Radio me. for sure. Yeah, I knew he was on news radio. I Just Shoot Me was, was uh, uh, Peter Siegel? Or Jason? He was in an episode George of Siegel. Just Shoot Me. Not Jason. George Siegel. It was George Siegel. George Siegel. Uh, okay, yeah. that's who Steven I Steven Root was in an episode of Just Shoot Me. Uh, Enrico Calantoni. Yeah. Right. Well, see, I, the one you didn't say, I was surprised you didn't, which, uh, again, I'm trying to remember if it was in New York or not. Spin City. Man, Spin City just missed me. Like I, Same. for whatever reason, the time frame of when it came out, I, I've heard nothing but good things. But yeah. the time frame, I, I, I wasn't gonna watching be, as much TV. Maybe I don't know. I mean, again, obviously, I'm a little bit younger. Well, Tanner and I are same age, a little bit younger than both of you. I think it's uh, solely off of like late night reruns on like Fox 23 or WDK. Is the I'm, only reason I have familiarity with it. I'm I can just, pretty much pinpoint exactly why I didn't watch much Spin City because it started in '96, which was right before my parents got separated. So yeah, I had several years there where TV was a weird blur for me. Right. I'm just I'm just super happy that for the first time ever on the show, I got to talk about Lauren San Lauren San. Giacomo. 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 How do you say it again, Cody? Giacomo. I, I, I put the video in the text chat for baby so you can hear it for yourself. What? She spreads through. It's like Laura, Laura San Giacomo. Why'd you say Giacomo. it like Bozo Giacomo. doing the dub? Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. This Laura is about to Giacomo. She was pretty. I, I, there, were three, there were three girls I wanted to marry when I was younger. Um, as as a youth, and that was Sandra Bullock, Samantha Mathis, and Laura. Like all three of them. I'm not even gonna try to say her last name anymore. I'm just gonna say Laura. Um, then Sunny, <laughs> then Sunny from WWE. I didn't want to marry her, but I did feel as a youth some emotion toward her that I wanted to express, but I didn't quite know hey, what, what it was at the time. It was sure. So, yeah, I know what it is now. <laughs> it was, was the second one that you listed. Uh, Samantha Mathis. Mathis. Yeah. Why am I blanking on who that is? She was uh she was Princess Daisy in Mario. Um she oh, was, okay. Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. basically um 
Sandra Bullock's she was the Ben Affleck to Sandra Bullock's Matt Damon ba- back in those days basically um she was in something else though that she we was in the Punisher she was also in the Punisher um yeah so. but that wasn't it I knew that one there was something else we brought up and it was like uh, oh yeah that's also American Psycho was... Broken Arrow American President ah, no I could have sworn it was an episode Arrow. of TV Fern I, Gully. I don't know why I, no, nobody's ever seen Fern Gully except Lindsay. I often post this picture of Samantha Mathis. I'm putting it in the chat because this is the photo that made me fall in love with her. And I, I will take it to my grave that this is one of the most beautiful pictures. And she looks a lot like one of my ex-girlfriends in that picture, just less strung out is what I'll say. I won't name any names. <laughs> Jesus. I won't name any names. Do you want to do that thing where you give us the first initial and then the last name? Not, <laughs> right, not this name. time. No, sir. <laughs> first name, last initial. Come on. You know you want to do it. Keeping this one to myself. You know what? Oh, uh, Hunter, do you know who oh, directed? Shit, you can kind of see Moon Knight back there. Do you know who directed, Wait, Stuart, who directed Stuart Saves His Family? Uh, I wish they'd got, oh they probably wish they'd gotten somebody else, but I don't know. Who was it? Her- Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. No shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Not off the top of my head, anyway. It's honestly not. That's, it's that's it's bizarre. it's not a bad movie. Like it's legitimately a fairly decent film. I um, think it might be the only Saturday Night Live movie I haven't seen. It's one of the only Saturday Night movies I have. Well, seen. there's no way you've seen it's Pat. Okay, that's the other one. Because I was about to say I've seen Cone. Oh my god! I've seen Night in the Roxbury. Oh my god! You talk about the absolute worst fucking thing that SNL ever did. Is this? It's Pat. I, it's oh Pat. my god! Of course, it's terrible. Nowadays, terrible. nowadays the fucking woke mob would embrace it. Jeez, the liberal god. elite would put it. <laughs> Just because you don't get to do it on Thursday doesn't mean you get to do it on Friday. That's right. You keep that shit to yourself, Shannon Young. God damn it. <laughs> what a what a shame for Julia Sweeney to be wrapped up in something so awful. Oh my god, I forgot she was part of that Man. that movement. She was it's, Pat. It's, she was Pat. Yeah, yeah, but but now, well, no, that's no, not Julia Sweeney. It's a uh, yes, it is. No, I, oh no, in Pat, yeah, yeah, no, I'm talking about um someone that was on SNL and became like a right wing piece of POS. Oh no, I, th- I was um, talking about her oh. being Pat, which is unfortunate. She I got mean, throw a dart and you can probably hit one at this point. Jim, uh, Jim Brewer really for Lovitz. sure. Lovitz. Lovitz is one of the worst Lovitz. ones. Vic- Rob Schneider. Schneider. Rob Schneider. What was her name? Her name was Victoria. Victoria something. Victoria. Victoria Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Victoria Jackson. She's big into that yep. shit now. Yeah. Is she yep. really? Yeah. Well, oh, that's a disappointment. Oh yeah. Yeah. She and Roseanne kind of hit it at the same time. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And it became a problem. Well, that's oh, probably yeah. why I missed Victoria Jackson, because Roseanne took all the oxygen in that room and mixed it with uh, Ambien. I'll tell you who, I, who I was yes. real disappointed in. Jay, uh, uh, was it Jay Johnson? Moore? Jay Johnston? No, Jay, Johnson, uh, Jay I Moore, know. I really don't care about. Jay Johnston. So he was, um, a lot of people probably know him. This guy as, looks familiar. He's the voice of of the pizza guy in Bob's Burgers. I forget the name. Um, okay, I've, I've not watched Bob's Burgers, but I see this now. He was on Moral Oral. He was on Mr. Development. Show. That's where I know Mr. From. Show. Yeah, he was a big part of Mr. Show, and he was one of my favorite guys. And uh, then he was in the revival with Bob and David. So I, I was a big fan of Jay Johnson. Yeah. And then, sure enough, there he is. I mean, literally, you can see him on video at January sixth at the Capitol. Uh, yep. So disappointing. Thanks, buddy. You hate to see it. <laughs> he he would have been so much better off doing the flappy dicky. Oh, <laughs> why so? He's so salty. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Hunter, guess who stopped at the store uh, today to talk to me for a little bit? Who's that? Matt Sism. No shit. Yeah. The Matt Sism. He came Captain. in. And uh, we talked a little bit about uh, doing that GameStop show. He's real excited about it. Yes. He is also 100% on board for coming onto the show and doing the... Uh, has this ever happened to you? Because apparently... <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. He's a, perfect. He, he's a huge fan. Perfect. He's a huge fan of I Think You Should Leave. Oh, it doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. I, I've, I've probably mentioned it before when he's been on the show, but Matt is the one who... So so before we all started hanging out, Matt and I roomed together back in, in 2007. We worked together at GameStop before that for a couple of years. Uh, his was the first place I used to go and hang out like when I was trying to get out of the dorms when he lived down on, on Sprig and Normal there at the corner at, at that house. Um, and even before that, actually, he lived further downtown. But anyway, he was the first one who showed me like Tim and Eric. Awesome. So great. Great job. Um, that's it. I mean, you could just leave it there. That yeah, was that's the start. Right? That's, that's started. Like, yeah. What was it called? Tom goes to the mayor. Tom goes to the mayor. Yeah. Um, that, that's where I first saw them. Yeah. We watched we watched both of those things uh, pretty regularly. Like he he was the first one to introduce me to just like random internet shit too, and so it gave me the end that I needed for like all of this shit that we get into now. Right. Uh, so the the fact that he likes Tim Robinson in no way whatsoever surprises me. Yeah. That that is he's that down. tracks completely. What he wants to do, he was talking about putting together a timeline for GameStop, of yeah. like going oh. year by year with our experiences, and I'm like, yeah, man, whatever, I'm up for it. So he said he's over yep. over winter break, he's gonna put together some diagrams and some proposals. Some charts, some charts, perhaps. Yeah. If you'll just have a look at this graph lines. Yeah. So, it's still my favorite bit. It's still my favorite bit from GameStop of all time. I don't think I've ever laughed that hard. Tell it again. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I may not have told it here. Um, so Matt and I are working at GameStop on... It, it absolutely had to be like a dead weeknight. Like, we were in the mall. The, the store was still in the mall. It's a weeknight. It's completely dead. It's like 7, 8 o'clock. Who comes rolling around the corner but Louis Benson? And I say this now with, with some reverence for all of this, but at the time, and I, I think he knew we hated Louis. We couldn't right. stand Louis. Yeah. Because Louis was, and, and I think he, even he would admit, that customer who would come in, he wouldn't buy a single thing, but he's going to hang out for hours on end and talk to you about stuff that you do not want to talk about. Um, because you work in a game store, so you got to talk about game shit, right? And you, and you can't so, leave. <clears throat> right, you can't I'm sorry, you have to call out my friendship with Shannon forming in this format. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, captive audience. So Matt has, over the course of the night, I've been like, I was still relatively new, and I didn't I didn't know Lucy Russell. I would never have tried this. But I'm like straightening you know, the walls, straightening the, the game cases and everything up and just kind of generally running around. Um Matt has been the entire night. He's got this clipboard and a pen and a blank sheet of paper. It's probably the back of something. And he's just been doodling and sketching on it. And I haven't been paying attention to what he's doing. Louie comes strolling in. He doesn't get any farther than if you were ever in that store, like the first five feet in is, is you're right there at the counter mm -hmm. and you're right at the edge of it. The first like sawtooth wall that had all those game cases. <clears throat> he gets there and he says, Something I, I don't remember what uh, to Matt, and he asks him some inane question, and Matt, without missing a beat, I mean the comedic timing was was perfect. Without missing a beat, literally goes. <sighs> he takes a deep breath. He holds up the clipboard that he's got and just turns it to Louis, and in the most professorial, presentational style, holds it up and he goes, "Well, Louis." If you'll just take a look at this chart that I've developed here with his pen, he's like <laughs> gesturing to it. And he goes, 
you'll see that the exponential growth rate, and he just starts spouting off random bullshit. <laughs> They're actual words, but they mean nothing in context. You'll see the exponential growth rate is uh, completely deferential to the bottom line. Like he's, he's just pointing at it. Louis short circuits. <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> and he just kind of looks at him. I hit the floor laughing. Like, I have to get up and go to the back room. And Matt just keeps talking. I look over my shoulder, and I you not. Louis just turns and walks out. <laughs> like, he short-circuited him so hard that Louis just didn't know what else to do, and he just walked away. And and Matt is just steadily talking as he's leaving. No, hey, come on, you, you're going to miss the best part. I had to go to the back. I was laughing so fucking hard. Oh, my God, that's incredible. Room. Uh, and just lay, and, and that place was filthy, but to lay on that floor was, was the only thing I could do because I was laughing. <laughs> I was sleep deprived, oh. sleep deprived one day, and I also slept on that floor, <clears throat> and I almost slept through open. I put a bunch, so I, I got there, you know, we used to have to get there an hour early, and you had to do counts. Yep. So yep. I did counts, and after I got done with counts, I literally took a bunch of bags, like the, the plastic bags, sat them on the floor, laid my head on them, and set a timer for open so I could wake up. Um, because there was no security in the mall. There was no video. Right, no. Nobody anything. cared. Nobody cared. Right. So I almost slept through the entire open, but I managed to get up. I opened the store, and I'm so tired throughout the day. This one guy comes in, nice guy. He has one arm, and the other arm is cut off at the at the elbow, right? It's like a he has a nub, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about, actually. Yeah, nice dude. Yeah. I see him all the time. Uh, he came into my other <laughs> business, too, that I was working at, and uh, I've always liked him. But in this particular instance, I'm very tired. I haven't slept in days. I, I'm a bad sleeper, as everybody knows. And he's he's trying to use the credit card machine, and he keeps swiping it super hard to get it to work. And I said this, and I meant no ill intent or harm. I was so tired, I didn't know what I was saying. I said, careful, man, you're going to cut your arm off. <laughs> and Bobby, Bobby Atwood, that was working with me, you saw it was like the old skit where the guy hits the elevator button and then goes down behind the desk. He did that <laughs> because he, he was laughing so hard, and I'm just staring at the guy because I don't realize what I said, and I just keep ringing him out. And then afterwards, he was he said, "You told that guy he was gonna cut his fucking arm off," and I was like, "I did. Oh, that's bad. That ain't good. That ain't good." Are you you talking about doing counts there, and I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint Matt because now we're talking about GameStop and he's not here. But you, uh, you didn't work there when we didn't have a wireless scanner, did you? No, it was always wireless when I was there. Oh my yeah. god! So for the uninitiated, um, counts you had to do, like Shannon said, when you get into the morning, if you were a manager or you had a key of some kind, if you were opening the store every day, GameStop would send this little like list of you have to go count this section of games or whatever and you have to go through and scan them all to show that your inventory matches what you got it's an inventory thing that they, yeah. they did every day <clears throat> or most every day if not literally every day so <laughs> um before your time briefly when i started there probably for maybe the first year i was there the scanners the little scanners that scan the barcodes were not wireless we didn't have a single wireless one then we got one and then eventually of course they all went that way we didn't have a wireless scanner so to do counts there was this big ass spool of like computer cable. Oh I mean, it was God. literally on a spool. Right. And you had to unfurl it like a fucking <laughs> fire hose. Like you had to have, it was a two man job. Like somebody had to move one part of it and you had to move the thing. It was easier to carry all the games over to the counter and yes. do it that way than it was Jesus. to take that fucking thing out there. Uh, oh, it was the worst. 
It was the worst. When when I got there, we did have a wireless scanner, but it sucked. And one day, mm-hmm. one day I got fed up with it, and I took that wireless scanner. And when it stopped, because what would happen is it wouldn't connect to the computer directly if you got if you too went far. too fast, yeah, or too fast. Well, that too, yeah. And it had to catch up, but sometimes it wouldn't catch up. So I would go out there one day. I went out there and I scanned like the entire PlayStation Two section. And when I brought the scanner back and set it on the base, it didn't upload my scans. So I had to go do it again. So I took that fucking scanner. I dropped it. It's that thing where I dropped it out of my hand, and as it fell to the floor, I kicked it, and it went all the way across the room, hit the wall, and shattered. And I went, ah, fuck. I probably shouldn't have done that. That's bad. That's bad. So I told GameStop HQ the scanner stopped working, and, they, and we didn't have videos. Yep. So they, they didn't know, so they sent us a new one, and it nope. worked much better. But thank you, or you're welcome, GameStop, for shattering that fucking thing. So we finally got one that worked. Uh, the entire security in the mall GameStop store, other than like the mall itself, well, other than the mall itself, the only thing that GameStop tried to do was install a smoke dome in the back of the store that looked like it had a camera in it. Yep, and did it not. did not. And, and I didn't know that until we got a whole. So EB got an entire Rock Band set stolen, like the whole box. Jesus, that's impressive. Dude, well, so dude just walked in, picked it up, and walked out with it. Then we got hit at GameStop. Dude walked in, picked up a rock band set, and walked out. And I asked security. I was like, so do you guys have videos? And they're like, no. I found out that mall had no security. There was no video. Nope. There were no uh, metal detectors, nothing. It was just Wavis. Yeah, now, are, now, are you a homosexual? And that was an actual question Wavis asked. Brian, who I was working whoa, with at the whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I blacked out for a second. Now I'm hearing about the Cape County coroner who's under a lot of legal disputes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was he was, the, he was the worst version of the lazy uh, the ladies' man. He was <laughs> yeah. the lazy's man. That's there it is. Never mind. Never well, mind. Hunter, can you take care of that? Can you change the chat, please? And while I'm at it, I mean, let's you know, I may as well go ahead and names off. Yeah, say, we lost yeah. Tanner. Tanner disappeared at some point. We got we about did. if we if we keep it to a half hour, feeling great. We got about five minutes left on this show. We talked about nothing scary. I love it. I love it. Let's. I, um, I do have uh, this whole thing has been kind of scary. Yeah, who, who wants to read the nicknames? I have a list of uh, of horror films I've watched this year. I, I was meant to say last night and I forgot, so I will say here at the end of the show to give this some sort of spooky spin. But Hunter, go ahead, please. Okay. All right, I'm changing my own name to the lazy man. Lazy man, God um, damn it! But right alongside that is Cody Sandusky, who is, of course, the right kind of dragon. Damn <laughs> um, right, damn right. It's a great shows up at the family reunions as cousin Slowhands. Uh, <laughs> you got he's healing well. We miss him. Yes, yeah, we, well. we haven't we haven't had Ethan in the group chat very long right now, but he gets a lot of the bizarre ones like clowns on the varnish. <laughs> Um, which will only make sense if you listen to PZ85 plays Candela Obscura on yes, Tuesday nights. That's true. Um, Jack McNeil is currently Squirms McKenzie. Yes, Squirms, so, Squirms so McKenzie. Let, let me just let me just say why. So Ethan was at the store the other day, and we were talking about he was doing the woozy wham wham wazzle from Futurama, and he was yeah. he was like, yeah, uh, uh, that's Squirms McKenzie, and I was like, Squirms McKenzie? <laughs> Excuse me, dumb bastard, uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, Jesse Kimball is chairs of questionable morals. Um, <laughs> Kaz is one musty room. That's one musty uh, room, Hunter. T- Stephen Bright is the fart ranger. Uh, <laughs> yep. 
Zach Kirkus remains squishy and fuckboy. Uh, Shannon himself, there is difficulty of the bunny, which will make sense if you listen to PC85 plays from Comic-Con. From Comic-Con, yeah. And, uh, and Tanner, who, who we just lost, because we should end on something spooky, is Pumpkin Jack Dickwad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fantastic nickname. Pumpkin Jack Dickwad. Yeah. Pretty great. You got to go back and he listen and to Captain last night's Jack episode. Sparrow are friends, but yeah. not in the way you think. But it's not like you think. Cody, I got a question for you, my friend. Yeah, what's up, bud? I know you don't like horror. You're not a horror fan. Absolutely not. Did you find... <laughs> so Shelby and I discovered... Uh, and honestly, Shelby and I should have gotten married. It shouldn't have been Kimball. Um, but we discovered yesterday that Shelby shares my intense fear as a kid of E.T. How did you feel about E.T. when you were younger? I'm going to be honest, I don't remember it being around the house at all. Which, again, I, I shared it off the air and I shared it off to my brother's well, was, Cody. I am. He was so. there the whole time. Always watching. He was, that yeah. fucking lit up finger. Yeah, again, my brother being 11 years older than I am, I caught a lot of like 80s stuff as things I had as a kid, like Ninja Turtles and obviously the NES and all the stuff like that. I don't remember E.T. Like, I don't think I remember watching E.T. until like I was in like, junior high or high school. So and it was still weird. Though, don't get yeah. me wrong. Oh, he's scary as a kid, though. He was so wet. Well, I can only imagine. I, there's no way I'd have been able to. No, thank you. He always looks Scared so wet. the hell out wet. of Atari. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, let's wrap this up. We got games to play. Please. Um, E.T.'s got shit that'll turn you bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, list of, of horror films. I'll tell you guys what I'm, what I'm watching so you can keep up with me at home. Um, okay. So far, we've got, we started with uh, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. And I'll, I'll give quick reviews. Actually, how, if you, say, how is that? If you want to get technical, started with Dog Soldiers. Two thumbs down. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> then the last voyage of the Demeter. Uh, Cody, it's it was good. You won't like it. It's it's way scarier than you think. And very oh, okay, that's what I was asked because the trailers I could stomach. I'm like, okay, this looks pretty good. And obviously, I like I like the lore of Dracula. But yes. Okay. If it's very jumpy, then that's probably not terribly my bag. Yeah, and he is straight up monster in this movie. Like he is a monster. Uh, that's he, very cool i'll take your word for it i guess because okay. it's probably safer if i don't uh war of the worlds event horizon um evil dead 2 blood vessel and what else was there was one more no blood vessel is a fantastic movie ghostbusters yeah um oh <laughs> right and then i watched a lot of creep show today i've been watching a lot of creep show cody Wait, so which war of the worlds tom cruise okay i liked it i thought it was good I thought it was I, again, that's a, it's a movie I don't think I've watched since like high school or early college. When I, did that come out? It was like 06 or 07? What I really love about horror films, and not a lot it of them It was earlier than that. Was it that earlier than that? It was pretty early. 2005. Oh, wow. Yeah. It really was that early. Wow. What, anyway, sorry. What I really love about that movie and what I also love about like um, the Dawn of the Dead remake and you know stuff and Night of the Living Dead is anytime you have a movie that deals with like an extinction level event, you know, like zombie outbreak or alien invasion... It's that buildup. It's the buildup of normal life, and then slowly little things start. Like, if you watch War of the Worlds, there's videos on in the background on the news about, you know, electric storms in another country or uh, stuff like that. It's that slow buildup leading to the big reveal. I love that. That is my thing, man. I love those kind of movies where something horrible is going to happen, especially when it's like a massive thing like that. And you're just waiting for it. And you're watching these people go from their, their normal lives to this. I've mentioned it before. There's a little British film. Uh, I think it was a TV movie called Threads. That is a legitimate look at what would happen if there were a nuclear war. And the buildup of 
constantly, you know, uh, the the, the uh, United States and like uh, China, I think it was, or Russia, I forget, um, constantly getting closer and closer to nuclear war as these people live out their lives. And then the nuclear war happens and you see the, no one pun intended, the fallout from it. I love stuff like that. So um, that War of the Worlds was that. You got to see these guys as the aliens invade. And I just always thought that stuff was cool. I, I like movies like that. So Tonight, tonight we're watching VHS 85. Once everything's over. Ooh. Just nice. just dropped today on Shutter again. If you're not watching mm-hmm. Shutter, you're missing out. I'm not paid by them, but I wish I was. Shutter is all <laughs> horror. It's five dollars a month. Not only do you get great films, but you also get great series like Joe Bob Briggs: The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs and and uh, Darcy. Um, you get great documentaries. It's a fantastic service, and that's where I saw Blood Vessel. And Cody, if you're wondering what Blood Vessel is, it is. Set during World War II, there is a boat of Allied soldiers and of medics and stuff that are afloat at sea. And as they lose hope, they encounter a giant ship and they're like, we're saved. But it turns out it's a Nazi ship. So they sneak on board. Everyone's gone. No one's there. Empty, Empty vessel. And then you find out why. It's because the Nazis were hauling a, and I'm going to mispronounce this, a Strigoi which is a German vampire. It's the German version of the vampire. I yeah. believe, believe it's German. And this is what that show The Strain was about. Yeah, yeah. And this yep. thing looks... I'm going to find a picture of it, Cody, for you. I know you don't want I, it. I just searched the movie and just you saw see him? it. Yeah. 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 Great That's special intense. effects. Great special effects. And Hunter, one of the things we praised the most from Evil Dead Rise was Alyssa Sutherland's uh, portrayal as the main antagonist. She's in this movie. Yeah. I love Alyssa Sutherland. Oh, she's, nice. she's in this one, too. So, yeah, if you guys get a chance, go watch those movies. And I think... Uh, I think that'll do it for us tonight. What do you think? Janet, I, I, have a, I have a bit for us to end on whenever you're ready. Um, I'll do the first part. You do the second. It's in the text. Text only? Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up there. Yeah. Uh, okay, go and ahead. And as you're doing it, I'll just go ahead and get into it. Uh, so here's how I'd like to end tonight's show. Fun fact, uh, in the Twilight movies, instead of burning up in the sunlight, the vampires actually just sparkle. Uh, Shannon, if you'd like to learn more, just go ahead and look up Twilight Sparkle on Google. Hashtag good lord, there's just horses in here. And then Nate pops in. I like how they failed to spill horses. Truly an internet moment. (laughs) All right. This is so stupid. God damn it. Let's drag drag Steven in here real quick to say goodnight. Hold on. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Ruin his night. Yeah, Steven, we're we're ending the show. Can you say goodnight to everybody? Steven, go ahead and come come on on back back. now. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I had my microphone away. (laughs) I was to be on the show. Yeah, we're ending it. We just need you to say goodnight to everybody. Go ahead. Yeah, just say goodnight to everybody. Good night. Hold on, Nate's here too. Let's pull him in. I'll have him say goodnight as well. Say goodnight, Gracie. Absolute fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nate, I pulled you in to say goodnight to everybody. We're into the show. Say goodnight, Nate. Uh, good night, everybody. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>